Hey, Dave. Yeah, what's up? Smell this episode. Does it smell spoiled? Ugh, a little bit. Should we try that? Uh, I mean, I'm not down to try it right now, but hey, just warn everyone else that there might be spoilers in this review. Yeah, like weak old milk. It's bad. It's spoiled. So if you don't want spoilers, don't go in the refrigerator. Just watch the movie before you're listening to the show. Hello and welcome to Postcut Silver Screen. I'm your host, writer, editor, David M. Brown, and with me is sound engineer, RJ Infusino. That's me. Hi. Yeah, I haven't heard from RJ in a long time. Yes. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Dave and Sarah are not here today. They've got the day off. So we just finished watching Get Duked from 2019. Feature debut director, Ninian Doff. The movie stars Eddie Izzard, Viraj Anuja, and Samuel Bottomley. Basically, this movie was uh, about four kids who are brought to this, like... Brought to the Highlands. The Highlands, thank you. And it's the Duke of Edinburgh's, what was it, like a certificate program or something like that? It was like a gold medal program or whatever, (coughs) where at the end of it, they get like the certificate and whatever. Yeah. And it's essentially, three of the boys are like They have to survive in the Highlands, basically, is what it is. They got to survive. Right. And eventually the Duke of Edinburgh starts to hunt them, literally. It's kind of the typical, you've got the three kind of outcast idiots. They introduce them with some exposition, you know, cards and things like that, kind of the bad stuff they've done. It was done a lot better than Suicide Squad's introduction with the intro. But then again, they did have only four people to introduce. Right. So you have the three guys who are like, you know, supposed street toughs and they're troublemakers. And then the other kid is the kind of the goody two shoes. He's he really thinks the idea of that this of like getting this award right, is such like a privilege yeah, and an honor. Exactly. Thank you. So it's a movie. Well, we started watching it. RJ said this is a complete stoner movie, and That's it what is. I, thought. I was like, no, it is. It is. And then the, when you watch it in the beginning of it, I will say I was almost thrown off. I'm like, okay, wait, maybe this isn't a stoner film. But then we get into it more, and you're like, oh yeah, no, modern stoner film. Right yeah, there. because immediately they're smoking hash while they're on their little trek to this campsite that they have to get to by the end of the night. Right. So they're doing that. And then, of course, the hunter and the huntress come out when Eddie Izzard plays the Duke of Edinburgh and he's the hunter. He's really good at he's really good in the role. Yeah. So initially it was kind of strange, but they get right to it, which is good. They don't waste a lot of time with like prologues or anything like that. They get you right into it. Yeah. You know who the characters are. And it's a Scottish film. Again, the Scottish putting out a really good film, in my opinion. This was I I enjoyed it. It's a fun movie to watch. You can watch this a couple of times and it's just enjoyable. It's got some dark comedy into it. Yeah. So that's good. But essentially they, you know. They find a, a farmer, and the farmer kind of helps him out with a bunch of other farmers. And it's technically an allegory for, you know, modern times. Yeah. You know, the older generation against the newer, newer generation. generation. There's that older part of the generation that it's at least trying to understand what younger people are going through. And yeah. those are the farmers. Because they're all common folk is what it is. Yes. As opposed to uh, elite rulers. Yes. So, yeah. But other, other than that, I, I enjoyed it. So I liked it as well. In the beginning, I thought, okay, this is like an Amazon Prime movie. So it could be one of two things. Like, that's how I see any streaming models projects. Either it's going to be spectacular Mm -hmm. and like I can see how fun and creative it's going to be. It's going to be a great experience or 
<laughs> it's just going to be this garbage fest that someone just slapped together and was like, this is our product here. Look at it. Yeah. And my opinion of it, it wasn't just slapped together. This no, was a, this was a well fun. thought out film. Yeah, it this, was it was written well, yes. uh, shot well. Interesting opening credits. Yeah. Inch- good effects. I can't wait for Dave to watch it so he can kind of geek out on the effects. They're really good. And I said to RJ while we were watching, if you've ever done drugs similar to what they're doing in the movie, the right. psychedelic drugs and things like that, and if you've ever done these things, it might cause a bit of a flashback. Yeah. You know, kind of yeah. bring it back to that time because the effects are done pretty well. There's a lot of like blur effects and things like that. Right. And cloning the main farmer that they first find. Yeah. There's an effect where like his eyes bulge out of his head, but his eyes aren't his eyes. They become his face. And yeah, it, was, yeah, it was really kind of cool. That was really. I like some <laughs> of the characters and stuff like the farmer that they run into like twice. This movie really throws some loops for you. Like you think certain things are going to go completely nowhere. And then you're like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. The last twist is the one we got was, well, the last two twists were pretty good because of course the police are involved. The two officers that go rogue and they bring it in exposition. The one when they decide to continue with the case that they're working on. Yeah. That the superintendent believes is not the correct one. They leave and the one, the younger cop says, are we going rogue? And I, it's, oh, rogue cops, the rogue cop trope. And they, but they make fun of it in that one little line and then they leave, then they leave it alone. They have the joke and they leave it alone. They don't constantly come back to these tropey jokes that, oh, look, we're so meta that we're, you know, pointing it out to you. They do it once to get the joke across and then they're good. Right. It's, It's really enjoyable to watch it progress because it's just so funny. Like. The cops are like... You think bumbling cops. Literally, like they're incompetent or they're like, they're goofs. And right. they when they have a hunch, they're just going to go for it. And I think that's super hilarious. I mean... Because, of course, spoilers, because it's post-cut. Yes. But the superintendent believes that the case that they should be working on is the case of the bread thief. Yes. And she makes this comment after the two co- our two main cops have been right. tracking their case, which they believe is like a gang... of hip-hop gangs and things like that doing drugs. And after they kind of chase it, they come into the superintendent, and the superintendent says, there are children out there who have not seen a baguette. She's so concerned that the bread is gone. About the bread thief. (laughs) The freaking bread thief. Right, the the cop who, the the older cop who stays behind. Yes. He's so upset about the bread thief because he has to eat a lettuce wrap sandwich. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, this poor man. He really needed this bread thief gone. He's like, we've let the bread thief trail gone cold. Just Uh, follow the trail of crumbs. Oh, my God. And it's so funny. It gets a little cartoony with its. Oh, yeah. Not so much with the violence, but in certain points of the violence, like they hit somebody with a car and he survives. And it's just, it's a gruesome survival. Right. But as it turns out, he's the bread thief, the guy that brings him to this, I don't know what you would call it. I don't know, this outdoors contest. So he's like, he's like the guy they have to meet up at the camp at the end of the day. And they think he's the one trying to kill him. So the one character runs him over with the, with the van that they come in and he actually survives this. (laughs) <laughs> but you don't find that out until so, towards the end of the movie. Yeah. And it's literally, it's, I just thought of it. It's a trope. It's called the running gag. Yes. So what they do is after they run this guy over, they put him in the driver's seat of the van and they intend to push him off a cliff. The cliff is like on the side of a road, road. and 
They put the car. They put the car in neutral. They're at the wrong tilt of the road, so the so so the the van goes goes in reverse, in reverse, and goes down goes down the road they're on, right? And you see it go by, and naturally you see the cops. The cops are talking, and it goes past, and they don't see it, and then you forget about it until the end when it's one of the twists when it falls and and it injures some, well, it kills some people, and the and the and the guy is still alive, and it's just this gruesome scene. Uh, RJ had to look away from it, but. Oh, and God. but it's funny. It's that dark comedy that I it that is, I love so much about this movie. Uh, this so was fantastic. Good. This movie was was it's, really excellent. It was so funny. So there was a lot of special effects in the film, and I, I want to bring it up. There's a lot of scenes where they're just high. They have the heads get all morphed. There's <laughs> color changes. There's all oh, and, and those my those, God. those bursts of color, like when they first take the drug. Yes, they eat it. And then, like within ten seconds of them eating it, you get this color burst, like that's yes. in, like an aura around the person, and it's just there for a second. Oh, it's so and good! You know, it's starting. To, it's it's the it's the point of it's kicking in. Right. One of the main parts of the drug is is they're doing uh, hash. The, yeah. the the three kids they get the one kid to do it, but the farmers they do rabbit poop because. Yeah. The rabbits eat the magic mushrooms, mushrooms that grow naturally all over the highlands. I like that. And like the guy, yeah. And the guy says, so they eat them, and then it gets digested and concentrated, and so they eat these rabbit poops. That are and more the farmer mushrooms. says, "Why do you think they call them the highlands? Why do they, they call <laughs> us the highlands? You know." And they tell him, "You know, you only got to take one." You know. So when the one they character gives like his six. group, yeah, when he brings them back to the group, they take like like four or five of them in a shot, and then it's just it's just gets crazy. I would talk about one of them trying to be a rapper, DJ Beatroot, who also, <laughs> by the way, didn't know Beatroot was was an actual vegetable. Yeah. And he still called it witty. Yeah. And I'm like, this is incredible. This, I don't think you could have made dumber characters. And it was fantastic. <laughs> I liked a lot of it. Ed it, was the... Was it Ed? His name wasn't even Ed. We yeah, just called, we him, just Ed called him Ed. Yeah, because he, he was, looks like the guy. He looks like Big Ed from uh, Ed and Nettie. When you watch the movie, you'll know exactly who we're talking about. Oh my God, shaved he, head. He his Luke. weapon of choice is a fork. Yeah. So yeah, sharp, and it came in handy twice. <laughs> right. The fork. But he does things. He does things without thinking, and it's just so when they're trying to revive. Their camp counselor, if you will, yes, uh, the guy from the uh, from the van, yes, they're having trouble reviving him because he's coughing up blood and he's just got like a broken arm and all this other stuff. So Ed, we're gonna call him Ed for this for these purposes. Big Ed, Ed takes out his fork and stabs him in the gut. <laughs> stabs him like in the chest, dude. Like, well, he got him like in the side. I think. A, yeah. yeah, they needed to shock him. <laughs> yeah, that was the reasoning. <laughs> they're like, we need to shock him. I'm like. Yeah, let's stab him in the chest. Right, so they st- so he stabs him. But the thing is, like like Ed always says, it worked. <laughs> and it did. <laughs> it woke him up. And they put all that powder in his mouth, which, uh, okay, I'm going to give some garbage science right now. I, I can't say BS, but I could say garbage science, science. here. <laughs> okay, so technically <laughs> putting the powder in his mouth makes him produce saliva. Hey, no. So then all of a sudden he's producing all this saliva and blood coming out of this counselor's mouth like and it, <laughs> he just spits it out. <laughs> yeah, the the chocolate uh the chocolate cocoa powder which they uh, thought comes in, they would use for nutrients and right, just to they were just themselves. eating it <laughs> for in this cave and of course it get, and they're so there's 
oh god, they're they're idiots. They're just they're so incompetent. They're so incompetent. They're eating this powder and it gets all over their faces, but naturally it comes back to help them because people think they're zombies. And oh my, oh, it's god. just you want a good laugh and some dark comedy and some not so dark comedy. Watch Get Duke. This thing is this thing is a it is just a fun thing to watch. It's hilarious. I think what I like the most about it is how much of it is unexpected. Mm. So there's some comedy in there where you're like, okay, this is gonna happen. But then there's other comedy where you're just like, huh, oh, that's good. I forgot about this. Or I, I actually I did not see this coming. Great. I loved a lot of this film. I think yes. more films should be like this. Uh, if you're going to make a stoner film, at least let it be somewhat witty, which we can, we can. Yeah. The film itself is, is very witty. The characters are not. And I think no. that goes to part of the wittiness of the film. Yes. With the exception of the goody two shoes character. Yes. He's at least trying to like, cause he's taking this, this thing seriously. So, you know, he, he's, he's the straight man to their idiocy. Yes. It is just it is it is just a really funny oh, film to watch. It's so funny! Uh, excellent, excellent uh, f- uh, feature debut for the director. Excellent, yeah, excellent, uh, excellent uh, piece. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. You can kind of tell this was made by a young cast, mm-hmm. and I think that's what I appreciate about this the most. It's a young, like group of guys and girls that are making this film, and. Every decision in this movie feels like it was made by a young person. Mm. And I really, really liked it. It was so funny, so fresh. Right. They have the argument at the end between the elder generation and the young generation. And I'm like, wow, okay. This, the messaging is kind of coming out of this movie because there's, there's the young and old um, argument. And then on top of that, there's that class argument. Uh, You know, meanwhile, the rich are going out there hunting people and stuff, and then the poor are expected to work their whole lives. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And then there's the uh, the one kid. Um, I, I don't know the character's name, but he's the one who blows himself up with the uh, with the hash. But at yeah, the end... Yeah, and you, and you find out that... So I want to make it clear before we go forward with that one. Mm-hmm. So it's technically not hash. The one kid points out, it's like, that's that's tar. Yeah. It looks like straight up tar. tar He's right. like, no, no. He's like, that, that looks like asphalt. That looks, <laughs> and it was because it blew up right in his blew face. Up. Yeah, and he's got a scar from it. But anyway, at the end, because kind of like all through the movie, they ask him what he's do, what he's gonna do with his life, and he's like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be a fisherman like my old man, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. That's that's my life, you know. I'm not going to college or university. Right. And then at the end, when they when they become heroes, the uh, one police officer asks him, you know, hey, you know. You're you're kind of a smart kid, you know. Maybe maybe you could be a cop. And he's like, yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll keep my options open. Yeah. So it kind of his arc is that he can he can be more than just yeah. like his father. Yeah. If he wants. Yes. But yet he's also, but he's not being offered something that's like elitist. He's being offered no. something that's blue collar. A cop. A cop yes. is blue collar. Literally. Uh, the cop tells him, you know, you can be more than this. You know. And he, he kind of agrees, which kind of makes him arc, which is kind of nice. It's And that's what it leaves off on. All these guys that, these three guys, aside from our goody two-shoes friend, they were put on this thing because they blew up a toilet. <laughs> yeah. And they're frequent delinquents. Every, like they've yeah, done every, a lot of other things, too. Right, you pointed out that they all started fires. They were best friends, right. and they blew up a toilet. Right. And, and it started, started a huge, huge fire. fire. And the rapper... 
uh, did a uh, did DJ a video B-Group. while while the while the building burned. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and like I said, or like I said at the beginning, they 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 introduce the characters in exposition with like their little crimes and everything, but it's done really fast. You're yeah, only given you're only given what you need to know. Yes. Uh, there's no uh, ex- extraneous information that isn't needed. Uh, like I said, it does it. It takes the Suicide Squad intro and actually makes it good. Better. No, it actually makes it good, not just better. It makes it good because the Suicide Squad, Squad intro is bad. Bad, yes. But I highly recommend this. Uh, Dave and Sarah are going to listen to this. Uh, Dave and Sarah, you watch it on a Sunday or something. Just watch it. it it's it's, it's really funny. And I and I recommend it to the rest of the audience too. I like the lighting, lighting was really nice. Yeah, I, it I was. Li- I like the design of the film. Mm-hmm. It's it's very um very nature naturistic because they're out in nature. So they're they, out I, in nature. They're I out in the imagine, highlands. I, yeah, the highlands. I would imagine they used a lot of uh, natural light for this one. That's what it looks like. There yeah. is a lot of natural lighting. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I appreciate. You know, natural lighting. And then fix it up with a LUT or something. Yeah, Looks yeah, good. they did. No, they definitely did color correction and everything like that. But it's filmed well. Uh, technically, it's it's really good, and it's a it's a funny story. It's again, it's not being too serious, but it's no. not being it's not trying to hit you. The one thing they kind of hit you over the head with is the introduction to the uh, actual Edinburgh contest. Yeah, the the kids are in like a, a room and they're being told what's happening, and the guy has a has a screen behind him. Yeah, and there's different words, and when he stands in front of the sentences, the red the, letters, the red letters, front, and they point it out, death. they become red and they spell death. Yeah, so that was kind of, that was kind of like the only on the nose thing. Yeah, in in terms of that, so, something tells me. So I don't want to spoil too much of the ending. I think we did. Did we already? No, we him? didn't spoil too much of the ending. True. Very true. The, let's let's say the boys become heroes. The boys become heroes at the end. Yeah, and then as they're leaving, there uh, another group comes. It's a group of girls that have to go through the same thing, the and they girl. hand them the sword and uh, the gun and a, and a lantern, I believe, something like that. It's a lantern and a and, fork, and then yeah, and Ed the hands fork. over his fork, and they say, you know, give him hell. Give and the hell. girls are like. What, 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 why are why? you handing us weapons? What's going to happen? And they just kind of walk off like, uh, I don't know what the, what, what this is. So funny. <laughs> so I think, uh, we can, we can give our rating here. Oh yeah. So I give it a four out of five. I mean, it was a funny film. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it takes a little bit for a five out of five for me, but like, honestly, as far as original content is concerned, this is the, this is the movie you want to watch. It's it's so funny, so inviting. Um, if you're looking for cool original streaming content, that's that's the one. Right yeah, there. that's good. Yeah, I agree. I would say I would say four, four and a half. Yeah, out of five. Yeah. Um, this is this is a fun movie to watch. This is it's a popcorn movie. Uh, yeah, it is. But it's it's funny. It's got dark comedy. It's got straight comedy in it. Um, the characters are over the top, but yet you don't care that they're over the top. Yeah, that's true. You know, you don't care that the cops are bumbling or that the right. cop, when the one cop says, are we going rogue? You laugh at it because you're supposed to, supposed and, to. It, and it's really yes. good. So, uh, I think that's, uh, that's going to wrap this, uh, silver screen up. That's uh post cut silver screening. I'm David M. Brown. I'm saying goodbye. And RJ. Hi, uh, I'm RJ and I'm going to say goodbye as well. We love hearing from you. To learn more about us, go to our website at postcutpodcast.com and email your name and movie suggestions to listenermail at postcutpodcast.com. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcasting platforms. 
From everyone here at Post Cut the Film Podcast, thanks for listening. <laughs>